Well, let's let's move this morning. Let me wish all of you on this particular platform a very happy new year. Okay, there's no spelling mistake here. There is, it's absolutely intentional, and uh, I know it's very customary for us to, uh, you know, wish ourselves a happy new year and right through the month, right up to probably the thirty first of Jan. We keep wishing ourselves a happy new year in terms of the calendar. <clears throat> um, we hear, but we don't listen. <clears throat> I mean, this is uh, this is one of the weaknesses that we have. And unless uh, listening is uh, is intentional, and uh, very often we hear ourselves saying, "Come again," you know, can you repeat what you say? Uh, well, it's just because we have not been listening. So this year, I, I wish each other also uh, a verse from uh, Psalm chapter 85, verse 8, where the psalmist says, I will hear what the Lord, what the Lord God will speak. You know, I will hear, I'll make it very intentional to hear what he will speak. So uh, <clears throat> this is something that I would uh, encourage each one of us, beginning with myself, in the sense that uh, make this year a year of listening. And uh, <clears throat> I keep saying that uh, stop reading God's word. It sounds a bit, uh, you know, <clears throat> controversial, but I say start hearing God's word. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> Some of you may have received this greeting of mine, and I did post it on the CBMC, uh, you know, uh, WhatsApp group also. Uh, let me read it for you. The purpose of a new year is not that we should simply have another new calendar <clears throat> or another new calendar year, but it is important and it is essential that we should have a new soul. <clears throat> So if this, that's your resolution, uh, then you'll be really blessed from above. So that we should have a new soul. <clears throat> I was pondering and wondering, and in fact, I thank <laughs> Samson for his patience because he kept inviting me. And I, I told Samson, Samson, I'm in a different time zone. And in fact, within the time zone in different time zones again. So, but I praise God for this opportunity to Share some valuable thoughts for us so that we can carry it forward this year, uh, not just as kind of resolutions, but that we would embed it and that we would be guided and led through this wonderful aspect of getting ourselves a new soul. Now, in Psalm 40, this is one of the struggles that the psalmist has in terms of, and, and we'll go through that. We will, I mean, this is really an appetizer to give you this morning. In terms of uh, the taunts that he found, you know, or that he began to listen to, you know, where is your God? Through all those calamities, through all this sickness and illness. And, and, and I'm sure that this would have plagued us in the, in the last year, 2022. There didn't seem to be any hope or there didn't seem to be 
the kind of encouragement that we need at times like this. And I'm sure this is a question where, you know, each one of us, if we're really honest and frank with ourselves, where is God? Where is my God? Where is my Lord? You know, people dying all around me and, and, and the kind of stuff that kept frightening us in the news, etc. you know. Where is your God? And that's something that, you know, is going to happen to us this year too. In the sense, I, I see that we are going to get into darker times. But that we, but as people of God, that we would be prepared, that we would already know that this is not something, these fiery trials, that it would not be strange. So let's ponder over this for a few minutes. In Psalm 42, you know, David, he, he cries out. And he gives us a very evocative uh, kind of a metaphor where he says, as the deer pants for the brooks, so my soul pants for you, oh my God, you know, my soul. David's deepest need was this, that, I mean, I, I want God. I just don't want to you know, know about him. I know so many things. I know his promises, but I need him. Every hour I need these. The little video clip that we played just now uh, began to, you know, uh, tell us, you know, I need thee every hour. See, one of the things that David found himself that he was far from God's house, from the temple in Jerusalem, and these words in today's context, you know, our headlines or the things that we even mention to each other in conversation, depressive words, they create a very deep sense of despair. Let's, let's be honest with ourselves. I mean, you know, on a Monday morning like this, we can be using many of our words as rhetoric. But, but ground reality is that we are shaken, we are disturbed. And David says that my tears have been my food day and now, night, while they, that means his enemies, the unbelievers, they would taunt him and say, where is your God? These four words needn't be very strange. We would have heard this in our own scenarios, in our own situation. Somebody would say, hey, Sam, you, you know, you're a believer and you pray to God and you advise us to pray to God. But, you know, where is your God? So, yeah, so where is your God? And, uh, um, you know, I would advise each one of us who are attending this morning is to spend, you know, quality time on Psalm 42, well, even other aspects of God's word. But in, in particular, Psalm 42 where this very pointed question keeps coming up, where is your God? See, today's headlines is absolutely shattering our lives. You know, the, the Hindustan tip, uh, Times uh, clip may be a little dated, but yeah, I mean, just to, to bring us our memories back or jog our memories, you know, one lack and counting and plans staggered, exec 
from lockdown, PM tells CMs and stay, stay at home. Now, it seems to be coming back. And the evil design seems to be succeeding daily. So this is the, the kind of situation where we find ourselves and, and, and I'm sure like the psalmist uh, writing for us on a morning like this. What he had been encountering, what he had been, you know, facing. You know, where, where is your God? We, we need him. I mean, and the further thing is, I don't even think he exists. So if he did, then what's he doing about it? You know, one of the things that I picked up that India was among the countries worst hit by depression. You know. And it's not just a question of putting up a, you know, infographic in terms of the cases of anxiety. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. And our general language, anybody says, how are you? How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> If that friend of mine is very close, I said, I'm, you're, you're lying. You know? And then they pour out their heart. Yeah, we seem to say that everything is okay, but everything is not fine. Again, I want to bring us back to Psalm 42. My sir, soul thirsts for God. And as if this was not enough for, for the living God. You know, friends, one of the most encouraging things that we should really warm our hearts with that he is, the Lord is the only living God and there is no other God beside him. They're just idols, they're just notions, they're concepts, they're ideas put together by man in terms of God but not the living God. So again, I bring us back my soul thirsts for God and for the living God. Am I experiencing, especially as times are getting bad and worse, is, am I looking up or looking down? Am I just looking around? Is my soul thirsting for God like the deer pants after the water? See, because this living God, he alone has life in himself and of himself. This living God of ours is distinct from the dead and the imagined gods of the heathen. And this living God of ours, he alone gives life. He alone gives comfort. He alone gives encouragement in times of our greatest need. So in 2023, I would, I would advise and I would encourage and say, get yourself a new soul. I'll give you a, a kind of a template in terms of what are the steps that you would follow, but but most certainly our soul should be thirsting for God and saying, Lord, this year, 2023, what is it that you want me to understand? What is that you want me to learn? And not just understand and learn, but what is it that I, you will tell me that in every fellowship or in every opportunity that I get like Monday Manor is go and encourage souls to get yourself a new soul. 
know, one of the things that struck me as I began to peel Psalm 42, the psalmist David makes this uh, statement, when shall I come and appear before God? You know, the word appear struck me as to be very, very significant. On various uh, justice issues, I found myself in court. And I want to say this to the glory of the Lord, that in spite of so much corruption in the most high places and in courts, etc., it's been a long haul, two years, three years. But at the end of the day, the Lord God enabled me to get through and win those particular cases. But every time I got a date, I had to appear. And they would say hearing, right? And I'm sure many of you who have attended court, you know, I mean, and when you get onto that court, I mean, that human judge is like everything. You got to call him your honor. You got to, you know, sort of <clears throat> stand before him. Attention. There's no way that you're looking at your phone or whatever. And now let's extrapolate this and and see how David has this longing. You know, he's just not coming to God in a sense. He knows that God is here. But when shall I come and appear before God? You see, there was an appointed place to appear for God in the temple in Jerusalem. And, and David yearned to connect again with God and his people at the tabernacle. And he could have bowed down under a streetlight. But this whole aspect that whole reverence, that whole build-up in terms of the human soul, coming and appearing before God, friends, this is what I would like to state for myself and for you in 2023. Let's not just go to church, but let's appear before God. See, once we begin to appear this distinction and this significance in terms of not just arriving in church or just going to church or a place where we worship the Lord, but let's appear before God. Let's appear for God even at a prayer meeting. I believe that it's going to make a very significant difference in the coming year when we begin to embrace this, this word that David has given us that when shall I come and appear before God? He, you know, he's been in such bad shape. He's been in such a you know, horrible situation and circumstances. He says, tears have been my food day and night. I mean, uh, this is uh, normally if you would look at it. I mean, I mean, we'd say that, you know, he's exaggerating uh, his condition or he's trying to sensationalize his condition. No. If the Lord, it's seeing it that this these words have to be written for for your <clears throat> understanding on my understanding this morning on the 9th of Jan, second Monday. Why were tears, you know, being his food and day and night? It's because, you know, he was away from God. Not intentionally, but that he'd been taken away, okay? So David, in that particular condition, he doesn't want to have any food, does not, uh, you know, want to sort of eat. 
he loses his appetite to the extent that he writes and said that tears are his food. You know, we always understand and we say that men don't cry, right? <laughs> when last did I cry? When was I so very desperate for God that, you know, that I would you say these words? So in 2023, again, a little suggestion. So just when you feel like quitting, because of the circumstances, because, you know, the debts or the loans or the things that, you know, the bank after us. And this is very real. That particular moment itself could, or that situation could be the greatest opportunity for God to use my crisis and your crisis actually to make us grow. And even tell the world that, here is my God in this particular situation, in this particular answer. So what really troubled him more than anything else was the enemies or the unbelievers, they, they would say that, where, where is your God? I mean, does he exist? Does he... You believe in him in rather deeply, but what's he doing for you? Is he taking you out of this mess or the, out of this black hole? In my readings, I found that in a place called Orleans in France, there was this group called the Papists who murdered the Protestants. Believers. A matter of record, and and while they were murdering them and and literally killing them by, I don't know, hundreds of thousands or whatever, they cried out, "Where is now your God?" And putting a dagger or something into their souls. What is become of all your prayers and psalms now? Why don't you talk to your God? Let let your God, you know, let let your God come and help you out of this if He can. You know, the rebellious thief, he still lives amongst us today. We remember the two thieves next to the Lord and says, why don't you save yourself? And why don't you save us too? So friends, here's the truth. The truth is this. You know, we are, in essence, are hiding from God. It's not that he is hiding from us. And we have this very classic example of how Adam and Eve, you know, sort of they hid themselves from God. God is always there physically in conversation with them, but they in essence were hiding from God. And the, the reason why we hide from God is because we want the freedom to choose our own path. And what's even worse, we wish to even worship God on our terms. You know, Cain still lives in us. You know, a creator will not force himself on mankind. 2023 says, call, I mean, I suggest call unto me and I will answer. And here's the promise, if God is not around, he will never tell us this. Okay. That's him. So valid reasons for discouragement. And this is why, you know, Psalm, Psalmist says, why, oh my soul, why disquieted within me? So there are many reasons that he experienced 
And there are many reasons that we have also find ourselves in probably in the past and in the future, away from home. Because of, of our jobs, our situations, no church, no fellowship, taunting unbelievers, all the happy memories that we have seem to have evaporated. All the spiritual thrills that we've had in the past seem to be absent. The trials of life are absolutely overwhelming. And worse is we say that God seems to be so slow in his response. Where, where is God? So in the coming year, question yourself. And mind you, I'm not just saying this for you, because I began to say this to myself. Preach to yourself, speak to your soul. Why are you cast down? What, what business have you to be cast down? That should be the self-talk as we go along. It says hope in God. I didn't take you through all the you know, fine uh, verses of Psalm chapter 42. Where he says hope in God for I shall yet praise him. And David scolds David. To get out of the dumps and out of the mess. He encourages himself to seek the face of God, the countenance of God. The word hope is intertwined with God. People without God have absolutely no hope. But praise God that you and I have experienced him. So I will conclude with this in 2020. 23, then the year that we are facing, the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime and his song will be in the night. Again, a word of great significance is the word command. I mean, that all the, the almighty God that he is, he will command his loving kindness. 24-7, right through the day and the night, and this is how the psalmist encourages himself from that aspect of, I just want to thirst for God. I'm completely destroyed when people ask me, where is your God? Because he just doesn't seem to be around. But I'm going to encourage myself. I'm going to speak to myself. Hope in God. I'm going to tell my soul, which I need to renew and get myself a new soul. Hope in God for yet I shall praise him. So friends, let me conclude once again. The purpose of a new year is not that we should simply have a new calendar or dates rolling one after the other. It is essentially, it's important that we should get ourselves a new soul. Praise God for this time and thank you very, very much for enabling me to share these few thoughts. And may you have a great year and especially read and, and, and live in this psalm and encourage yourselves. Thank you. Samson, over to you. Yes, Uncle. You can do the closing prayer, Uncle. Okay, let's pray. Father, yeah. we thank you, Lord. We thank you for this precious opportunity, Lord. And if we are calling upon your name, Lord, we believe. Every one of us on this platform believe that you are. For the simple reason, because you said, I am. So we bless you, Father, for these words that continuously remind us of your faithfulness. And this morning, your faithfulness is new to us. Lord, I am sinful. 
But yet, Lord, you remove all my iniquities as far as the east is from the west. And you make yourself say that I am your heavenly father. So, Father, we thank you for this precious word that you have given us. Help us, Lord, to embed it in our souls and find ourselves a new soul. Help us to have a triumphant week. And Lord, not this week, but in the 52 weeks that you will give us in the coming year. So we bless the Father, we bless the Son, and bless the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, uh, Sankal, uh, for your time for CDMC. And one small announcement, you know, we're, we're planning for a one-day conference on March uh, month. Uncle is giving a one-day time for CBMC in Chennai. So we'll be coming out with the announcement soon. Uh, you know, we'll plan what to be done and we'll get you, we'll get you know. And thank you so much, Rufus Uncle, for your time. Happy New Year and have a blessed time. Thank, thank you, everyone, for joining. Have a wonderful Thank you, Samson. God bless.